0: mm Welcome, B-Movie fans, to another B-Movie interview. I'm Paul. And I'm Corey. And joining us today is filmmaker, is a filmmaker known as Slasher Victim 666, and he is here to talk about his film, Real. Welcome to the show, Slasher Victim 666.
1: Hello, all my new friends. How is everyone doing today?
0: Oh, I'm doing quite well. Pretty awesome. Glad to have you on.
1: I'm very happy to be here. I want to tell the audience out there, this is my first interview with my voice. So, I'm very nervous, but I'd like to thank all my, uh, all my family and friends and all the new people listening. I'm in a house right now, uh, 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 maybe a potential star. I don't know, but I have to be sort of quiet. And, uh, but I'm very happy to be on the show, guys.
2: Happy to have you on. Thank so, uh, you. you said it was okay to call you SV, so uh, I think that's what we're going to go with. Um, so, SV. Thank you. What inspired you to become a filmmaker?
1: Oh, that is a good question, my friends. We're starting off real good, aren't we? Okay, well, when I grew up in Bradbury, it was, uh, you know, I, I didn't get much respect in my family, and they would make movies all the time, you know, like stars would just show up at the property. Like, it would... It would, okay, hold on, let me get my thoughts together here, okay, here, okay, I would, okay, now, I grew up, up in Bradbury, Bradbury was very, very desolate in the middle of nowhere, it's in northern Ontario in Canada, it's, it's very, it's very desolate, and I had a big family, and we would, uh, you know, they, they would make movies, and, As the song goes, they wouldn't let me play in their reindeer games. And uh, so I would watch them make movies all the time with uh, whoever happened to be close in the property and who was star worthy. And they would bring them back into the home and they would make them stars. And we would have so many videotapes. And I I would tell them, hey, why don't we take these videotapes? And why don't we, why don't we uh, um, make a movie and go to Hollywood? Why don't we do that, my friends? And uh, my family looked at me and said, what, are you an idiot? You go back to the Red Room. And uh, so that, that's where I spent most of my life, was in, in the Red Room. And uh, so I didn't film much. So from the Red Room, I just watched them film and film and film and not do anything with the footage and you know, I'm in Toronto now, and I see the same thing, people just film, and film, and film, and, you know, no one, no one understands how to get to Hollywood, and, you know, so, but that's, uh, that's a, that's a different story, so my family, I had to leave there, you know, to, to make it, because I I couldn't get a camera or anything, so I left, I left there one day, and, uh, I went to Toronto, and, uh, and I made my first movie, and my first movie was called Real, and I, I spent so, so long looking for for my first star, you know, I wanted, uh, I wanted the perfect star, and, uh, and I found him, and uh, that was Todd Smith, and I showed my family, and uh, they helped me with my movie, and now my family, I, I still don't think that, they think we or I can be a great filmmaker, but they at least don't lock me in the red room anymore and let me be in Toronto. So that's kind of nice. So that's, And I also got to say, my brother used to love watching movies with me. and I love my brother, rest in peace. So he, uh, he inspired me a lot, too.
0: Got to follow your dreams, definitely.
1: You, you, you do, and sometimes... Sometimes family is against you more than anyone, and that's why I, I had to, uh, I mean, hopefully my old family isn't listening to this, because they will get upset, but uh, sometimes you have to throw away old family and create new family, and that's why my my fans, are my family and fans and my family fans and all of them are my, they're my new family, and we're going to go to Hollywood together. And. So it's it shows that you don't need old family. You can get you can get new family and it can be it can be it can be just as good. It can be just as good. Don't you think so, my friends?
0: Definitely, yeah. It's gotta can't have people dragging you down, you know?
1: No, 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 no. No, it was uh and so much good footage, you know. I would I I, I saw, you know, just beautiful footage and uh they will never suit the light of day because they just want to keep it on their, keep it on their hard drives and watch it and uh, keep it from the world. I think that's, that's, I think that's a shame, my friends. I think <laughs> Hollywood, you know,
2: Hollywood was ours,
1: my friend. You know, like, do you guys know Paramount? in 1947. You guys know about that case?
2: Which which case? Well, <coughs> I thought I heard some come in, my friends,
1: but it's okay. Um, the Paramount versus the, uh, I'm not sure who it was versus, my friends, but I, I know it was versus the people, and, uh, and they lost because, you know, the movie theaters had a monopoly on everything, and they owned the actors, and they owned the theaters, and they owned and the distribution and they owned everything and so it went to the Supreme Court in 1947 and they said this isn't fair this is not fair at all we're gonna make sure this never happens again and that's why in the 1950s you had all these sci-fi movies that were very low budget because sci-fi it, it could be anyone like me or you could make a movie and we could go to Hollywood that we could get that movie shown or in Hollywood's case it was the drive-ins so we could go to any drive-in and we could get our movie played but then that changed because they and that's where you know Roger Corman came from my friends he's not Golden House worthy but he's he's, he's he helped a lot of people come in who helped with the Golden House you know and if we, he wasn't allowed to go to Hollywood and make movies, we wouldn't have Jack Nicholson, or Martin Scorsese, or James Cameron, or Francis Ford Coppola, or anyone you want to think about. But then, my friends, they realized this. They realized how to take over Hollywood again. So now they own everything again. They own the theaters, they own the actors, and they own us. But guess what? They're not allowed to do that legally because of that case. So they have to lie about it, and do you guys know it do you guys know a story about trauma?
0: and you guys know trauma?: Uh, trauma entertainment? Yes, my friends.: Oh yeah, I'm big fans. Poultry Geist, Have you ever seen that movie? Oh yes, oh we I have. have. No. several times. And it's a beautiful film, my friends. Not
1: Golden House, but I enjoy it. and because my friends, I, I mainly enjoy it because of what. It, it, it represents, my friends, the new Hollywood. And they, you know, in New York, if you want to get your movie played at a big theater, right, you have to tell the theater. You spend so much on advertising. You have to spend $50,000 on uh, ads and all sorts of stuff to say, hey, my movie's going to be worth showing. And, uh,. So, Mr. Lloyd Kaufman did that. He played by the rules. He got his movie in the theater. And then guess what? It made more money per theater than any theater in the world. Right? But he didn't have thousands of theaters. So, it wasn't number one at the box office. Right? So, he goes, well, this is good news. At least I'll get in next week. But guess what? He didn't get in next week. Because the big companies come and they say, hey, if you don't put our horrible lying movie in there, we're going to not give you all the money-making movies. So they lose all the the money that Mr. Kaufman would bring in order to make nothing but a cartel deal with the studios. Do you understand, my friends? So even though they don't officially own everything, they push people around like that, and they make it so we can never get to Hollywood. And that's why we're taking over Hollywood. One step at a time. With my new family and everything. Look, I'm getting carried away, my friends. Uh,
2: Well, that's that's one of the beautiful things today with, with technology is we can try and bypass that Hollywood system make films on our own and get them out there without having to deal with those great big production companies
1: absolutely absolutely that's a great point do you do you all love what do you all love on the internet do you love youtube or do you love netflix or do you love amazon or what
2: else i I prefer to use amazon um because it has so much more low-budget and independent films on it, um, as opposed to things like Netflix and Hulu. Yeah,
0: Netflix used to be good with that, but
2: they've they've definitely changed the last few years. Back in the day when they had 15 movies to stream at a time and three were by Chris Seaver. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, Good old days. It's very, very sad, my friends. Very, very sad. And I
1: think real movies, Get the shot to go, because, you know, even those companies are so big now, and it's hard to get your, your foot in the door, and even, like, you know, the, they trick you with tricky algorithms, and they're, they're so much smarter than us, and so much wiser, and, uh, it's like, you know, uh, you hear Spotify, it will let you hear more music, but yet we listen to less music than ever, you see my friends? It's, it's the illusion of choice followed by a one root path, and that's why everyone has disappeared as far as, uh, you know, subsections and little wee, uh, uh little wee, uh, uh, fan groups, I would say, it's big fan groups, you know, a horror fan now is, uh, is, uh, as much as represented
2: So you mentioned, uh, you mentioned choices a little bit ago, and, um, if you had to choose a favorite aspect of filmmaking, um, what part would be your favorite? I know of Aleister Crowley. Yeah. yeah. yeah I well, 7 friend. points. No wait, yeah.
0: pieces kind of come together after a while
1: all the pieces so alster crawley connects to space he connects to l Al ron albert he connects to the beach boys because that's where charlie manson left was the fight with the beach boys which connects to mick jagger who made the only movie with
2: film real. Yes, yes my friend. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I know our new friends our fans would like to hear about that. Maybe the general plot or the idea behind the film?
1: He was a, he was a nice boy, and he, uh, he was, uh, I mean, I'll tell you the honest truth, why I picked him is because I still didn't know if I could take my first star, Um, you know, I didn't know if I had enough strength or smartness or power, so I, I, any advantage I could get. in Bradbury, same town as me, so I was like, okay, this guy is perfect, and so I sent him a camera, and, uh, you know, we watched him grow and become a better movie reviewer, and then he went to Bradbury one day to see his family, and I called my family, and, uh, uh, we made him a star, we took him to the Golden House, and, uh, You know, he became slasher victim number one. You know, he he was the first. I'm slasher victim 666. I will be the last when I take myself like Donald Campbell. But that's not going to be for decades and decades and decades. And until then, I'm going to take 665 more stars. Right now I'm up to, I think, 21 or 22. But it grows all the time.
0: Slowly building up your profile.
1: Slowly, slowly, one step at a time. And I should say, I'm working on my masterpiece sequel, Real 2, right now. And uh, I have already made 21, like I say, more stars in that than Real 1. So Real 1 is really about this first star and how special he is and how. how I saw a lot of myself in in Todd. My friends, have you all seen my baby masterpiece?
0: Um, not yet. We've I saw the, pr- uh, the we saw the trailer it. for
2: it, oh, yeah. and we just it, seeing that trailer made us wanted to reach out to you. Oh yeah. Well, thank
1: you, my friends. Thank you. ever yeah, everyone, every, you know, everyone is, has. I told my family, let me come, let me make my masterpiece, and our family will just grow. But. It it was hard, but that means a lot to me, my friends. Thank you, thank you very much. uh, Usually when I show something, it would get a bottle smashed on my face. So thank you, thank you. And um, yeah, so Todd, he, my first star, Todd, he, I saw a lot of myself in Todd. So as much as it was just about him being in Bradbury, I have to admit, this poor guy who wanted to make movie reviews but didn't even have a camera good enough to do it. He didn't know how to edit. He didn't know how to get famous. I felt bad for him. I felt really bad. And I said, yeah, you see yourself in him, don't you? And so, that was it. And I think even though, I think he would thank me now, but we will.
0: So, uh, what qualities do you think make a great film? And um, could you give us some examples of films that you'd think think are great? Oh, excellent question. Let me
1: have a. on your show I'm going to give you all an exclusive how about that awesome I have written my first book and it is at the publisher and it is coming soon and it will be in limited edition everything I make will be in limited edition whether it's the VHS at realstore.net whether it's my book or whether it's anything I make, will be in limited quantity, and it will be, uh, so people, when they buy it, it won't lose value, it will go up, and then they can sell it, and they can buy houses at the Hollywood Hills with me. <laughs> so, my first book, this brings me to your question, my first book is called The 50 Movies. That inspired me to be the greatest director ever. So, in this book. I wrote it by hand. Every single page has been written by hand. No typing. None of this. None of this bull. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh. so um like I say there's there's only ever been three movies that are from the Golden Meadows. Um uh, those are Louis Dunell's Last The those are Kenneth Anger's Scorpio Rising and those are Peter Schrastke's outer space. But this book has 47 other movies that are almost called that is worthy, and they're all different genres. So I can I love to talk about a couple. Um, do you 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 all love horror movies the most, don't you, my friends?
2: Oh yeah, I do, definitely.
1: Okay, well
2: the,
1: grew up with my brother, RIP, who loved horror movies. He, uh, he was a big, big fan and showed me Lost Boys thousands and thousands of times. And I didn't like it at first, but then I grew to like it and I wanted a jacket just like Jason Patrick had, and maybe one day I'll have one. And, uh, but as an older man, uh, I haven't. Fallen in love with many horror movies, but the ones that are true and almost from the golden age, I have loved deeply. And with that being said, have you all seen Dead and Buried from 1982?
2: I have not. That's been on my list for a while to see, though.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. I've definitely heard of it, though.
1: I don't even know if it's from 1982. <laughs> It's, it's close to them anyways. But you both should see it, though, because it opens with one of the realest, the closest, the golden has seen I've seen in almost any movie where this lovely, spoiler alert, this lovely lady is on the beach. And she poses for the camera, and it's all beautiful. And it's a photo shoot. Show up, the town people, and they make her actually famous. They go, <laughs> we'll get some real cameras and real video cameras, and we'll make this person scream. And it, it, it's a beautiful scene, and dead and buried. People should see if they haven't seen it. And, uh, uh, but yeah, there's not a lot of horror movies, or I would say, no movies in the 21st century. That are are real We've we've lost the plot And it's It's Less and less that I find Inspiring But here's some some other ones I really enjoy Um, There's a movie called uh, Freaked From 1993 Have you all seen that
2: movie? No
0: No I haven't seen that one either
1: That one's really good that's about you know, Keanu Reeves is in it and Mr. Alex Winter, you know, Mr. Bill and Ted themselves. And they're on a farm full of people who are all freaks. And they all get made fun of and life is not too good. And, you know, it, it, it reminds me much of my childhood and, and how, how that was. the elephant will go. We're going to go back to the 1800s, and we're going to go all the way up into 1999, and maybe one day.
0: Sounds familiar, but I've never seen it.
1: them instead of virtually that's the only part they messed up on but besides that that's a really good movie
2: so on the opposite end you know of movies that are great <clears throat> are there any films that you enjoy as a guilty pleasure movies that you know aren't great or aren't good in any way but you like watching anyway One, i I still have one of the Mary kate and Ashley v h s sitting on my shelf. Yeah, I, that's awesome. which one is it? I want to say they're wearing raincoats or something on the cover i like I honestly I can't remember which one it is.
0: What advice would you give to somebody who's setting off to make their own film?
1: people out there, I would say very similar things. One, drop out of film school. They're just lying to you and I can teach you more than any of those people about real cinema. And then find me on the social media, follow me, and I will teach you everything. I will teach you how to make stars I'm gonna make well 666 665 if you don't count me but it's it, it's gonna last a lifetime and I'm gonna be so busy that Hollywood can't tell me no you know Hollywood can't tell me anything so uh I would say ignore Hollywood uh watch stuff but don't be brainwashed by it and uh uh Definitely join the family, and I'll fill you in with more information. I mean, I'm still learning. I have a very still low self-esteem, and I'm very, very shy and scared of the world, and that's why I have to hide behind couches like right now. So I'm still learning, but I I know more than the schools already, and as I learn, I will tell you what I learned as well, and uh, we'll learn together.
0: Some good advice. I like that.
2: Thank you, friend. So we have a, a very important question we like to ask everybody that we interview, um, just because Paul and I are on opposite sides of this. And um, we would like to know, what is your opinion on hairless cats? You do have some
1: tough questions. Okay, let me really think this one over. Okay, are we talking hairless cats in... What's
2: the situation about hairless cats? Tell me more with the just more with
1: the question. Like, do you uh, want to burn
2: them and put them on stakes, or do we not want them in houses? See, I I I enjoy hairless cats. I love them. I think they look great. They look like little little monsters, and I think they just need a little more love. And Paul is on the side I, that
0: I'm okay with putting them on stakes and burning them. I, I'm kind of with that one. I feel you, my friend.
1: Well, I talk a little bit about. Animals can't go to the golden house because they truly never want fame. We tricked them into that. Lassie never knew she was going to be famous. It was all a lie. And then we brought her to the backyard and we made the old yellow ending. So it, it's animals, it's, a, it's hard to bring them into the golden house and do real stuff with them. So I guess my options are, do I want to live with them? Or do I want them rapid running on the street? I'll say this. My cousin Dominic, he's, he's a bit of a, he, he's a bit of a meanie sometimes, and we didn't talk for years, and part of the reason was he didn't understand what I was saying about animals, and he would put little cats' heads between two rocks and then step on them, and, uh, don't even have the camera on what are we doing and you go shut up shut up and then uh, so and one of his favorite things was pulling on the hair he loved pulling on hair he just loved
0: Good reasoning, I've gotta say. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I had to go against
2: one of you. I don't like. I don't like being in the middle of fights. Oh, it's all good. It, it's all friendly. Okay. Um, where is it that we can watch real, and is it available now?
1: one day I met DHS of my debut masterpiece reel in it. I, I made it a special day where I, I took out footage and I put in new footage and then I wrote a handwritten letter, a different one for each individual number and then I gave him a bunch of other stuff like voting cards and I even gave him a lock of bloodied hair from slasher victim number 12, Miss Haley Watts. So there's so much stuff in the package that you can get at realstore.net that's R-E-E-L-S-T-O-R-E dot N-E-T so like real except R-E-E-L and then if you want to see the movie my friends now that VHS version there it's already half sold out and once that's gone no one will ever be able to see that version ever again. now if you want to see the version before I took out footage and added in new footage and all that well come talk to me and I'm on, mm. and I' I'm on, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram and I'm on under/ Slasher Victim 666 I'm on YouTube. Uh, Slasher victim 666 I'm on Twitter, under slashervictim666. I'm everywhere, my friends. And come say hi, and I'll, I'll, I understand I grew up without any money and locked in the red room. So I, I want everyone to see my debut masterpiece with money or not. But if you're going to buy something, like I will never sell coasters or t-shirts or any of that stuff that these evil people do or cheap DVDs or anything I sell will be rare and it will go up in value the first edition, the only, there's only one copy that will ever be made of my debut masterpiece. And I gave that, and I put it in a golden box, and I made it very special, and I sent it to a lucky friend for free across the world. And there will only ever be that one copy, and that will end up going in value, and he'll end up moving across the world and living with me in Hollywood. But... Until then, for just a low price of $25, go to the website, give Blood Fiend your money, and join the family. And if you don't have money, come see me on all the social media and I'll, I'll hook you on, my friends. We're one family now.
0: Sounds like a good deal to me. Thank you, my friends.
2: So, you said, um, You're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Is there anywhere else that we can follow you to find out anything about any future projects that you'll be working on?
1: Well, the best, I... If you join the family, I I send out an email... Once a month, at the end of the month, or at the beginning of the month, that has all the new news of the month, and it also has sometimes a special star that no one else will get to see, like the Christmas star that was Slasher Victim 13. Only the email family got to see that. And there's other stars. So, And in there, I also talk about how I'm feeling and how the world is affecting me and how I'm growing, and sometimes I question things and all that. And so, reach out to me on the Instagram, on the Twitter, on the YouTube, on the Facebook, under slasher victim six six six. Well, except on Facebook, it's under real. And uh, and then ask if you want. I'll add you to the family, I and mean, you can have that special email once a month, And I can show you the movie, and we can. Let's just connect. Let's be real instead of this
0: fakeness that Hollywood wants. We will change it. Definitely. So, thank you. yeah. So there you have it, yeah. B movie fans. Real, a horror film by slasher film facts. Slasher victim six six six. SV. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun having you on the show.
1: Awesome. I, I want to
0: officially thank you.
1: Um, uh, This is my first audio interview, and if you guys want to send me your real address and email after, I want to send you uh, uh, a handwritten letter uh, sending my uh, appreciation for uh, what we did and letting me talk. And my
2: friends and family, Hollywood is on the way. Thank you, SV. It'll be nice hearing from you again. Definitely.
0: If you have an independent film you're working on and would like to discuss it, you can email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. Don't forget to listen to our podcast. We review a different B-movie each week. New episodes every Friday on our website bmoviebros.com. If you have a movie you'd like us to review or any additional comments, feel free to leave a message below. This has been another B-movie interview. We are the B-movie bros saying... Be brave, be alive, and be back next time.